Yo, what up, what up? Episode 18, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in, man. I got a good little show lined up for y'all, man. I'm just go ahead and lay it on the table about my Lakers, man. I seen enough after this weekend, man. I seen enough with my Lakers. Uh, LeBron James, he out here thinking he Quincy Jones. A&R and 2 Chainz, new album. I'm getting the 2 Chainz album, man. Solange dropped the album. And, man, I'm not going to get too deep into this Kardashian thing, but, man, I got a message I want to send out to Kris Jenner, man. I'm going to get it all that for y'all, man. So sit back, relax. Episode 18, Stash House Podcast, man. Salute. Yo, yo, what up? Your boy Tyler checking in, man. Episode 18, Stash House Podcast. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. If this your first time tuning in, man, appreciate you. Welcome. If you're tuning in weekly, man, greatly appreciate y'all for support for supporting the podcast so far. And for the people just now catching on, man, going through random old episodes, man, just checking me out, seeing what's really going on, man. I appreciate y'all also, man. Uh, like, share, retweet, subscribe. Anything you want to do, man, to help support the podcast, man, greatly appreciate it, man. Uh... To start this episode off, man, I just want to send my prayers and condolences out to all the families affected by the tornadoes that came through the city or around the city uh, Sunday. Uh, tragic, tragic situation, man. Catastrophic down there. Uh, I know Lee County, man. Lee County was hit real bad. Lee County was hit real bad. So far, sad to you know, report this, but so far, man, 23 confirmed deaths. 23 confirmed deaths so far in Lee County due to the tornadoes. I know Talbot County got hit kind of bad. Uh, Harris County. Man, the little small towns in between. Man, it was bad. And being where I work at, man, the footage I've been seeing from work video, man, just been sad. Very, very sad. And I know Friday before we clocked up, they told us just be on the wear Sunday, you know, bad weather. We may have you guys come in early. And by the, you know, by the time Sunday came, we always think of just terrible, severe thunderstorms, you know, tornado watch possibly. And I was blessed Sunday. I was blessed to go to church with my mom and my grandma. I tweeted that. I'm still blessed to be able to kick it with my mom and grandma at the same time. So we went to church. And you guys know how parents are at the church. They want to go out to eat. So we made a plan at the church. Mom and grandma's going to change and we're going to eat at uh, Golden Corral. We had uh, first Sunday. So, you know, we had communion. So we got a church. I want to say in between 1 and one fifteen, we got a church. And we, we saw the rain. It was started to rain already on our way to go have them change. It was raining, but it was on and off rain. By the time we got to Golden Corral, man, we got our food. It was, by the way, Golden Corral was crazy crowded, by the way. The first Sunday crowd was out, and you know everybody's getting their tax back. So we had the tax people crowd and the first Sunday crowd out. So it was just crazy crowded. So by the time we were eating, man, the lights in Golden Corral just flicking on and off. Uh, they didn't shut off, but it was like flicking on and off. We were by a window, but we wasn't, like, right in front of a window. We were, like, on the side of a window. So, you know, we were looking to see what's going on. Everybody's, everybody in the restaurant phone going off with the emergency text, tornado warning effect. 
You guys know Columbus, Muskogee County, uh, Russell County, Phoenix City area. So by the time we got done eating, uh, it was dark. And on our way back to the house, we were hearing the sirens all over the city, man. We were just, you know, waiting to get back home. Luckily, I had my work out to check the weather and everything. And, of course, me being me, I'm thinking I'm going to just go home. It's raining, thundering. I know the NBA had a Sunday game on. But, of course, everybody was doing weather, so I couldn't watch the game. But, man, just blessed, man. After seeing all that footage... This morning at work, uh, those confirmed deaths, people having like, uh, I think Opelika has like a little shelter they're doing for people who missing family members and everything, man. These people, the houses, some houses are just completely gone, man. Like tornado, like rush through homes, man. So just be grateful. If anything you take from this episode this week, man, just once again, man, be grateful for what you got, man. Be grateful for what you got. And I will let you guys know because I'm positive my work will have a drive, something, or I'm positive there's going to be multiple, you know, donation drives going on throughout the city to help those in need, like water, clothes, canned food, anything you want to donate. So when I find that out, I will post on my social media, like, different little donation things, and I will let you guys know on the podcast for sure. So just be grateful, man. Keep those families in your prayers, man. All right. Now, for the podcast, for these topics, man, I usually just keep these kind of type, these opens for my topics on certain weeks because certain situations happen, and I don't know, I may have more female listeners this week just because of the news that's been breaking to see what I have to say about the news, what I have to, who am I going to defend in the situation, how do I feel? Do I feel like the man is in the wrong or the female is in the wrong? The side chick is in the wrong. Who I feel, you know, how people just want to get the news. Just letting you guys know, I could care less. I could care less about a Khloe Kardashian, a Tristan Thompson, and a Jordan Woods scandal. I've been seeing it all weekend on my Twitter. She sent with Jada Pickett Smith. Like, fam. <laughs> like... This is what I don't get about the whole Kardashians. I'm going to be 100 with y'all. They stay in drama. Paparazzi stay wherever they go. Paparazzi is waiting outside the hotel, waiting on them to come out. Okay, I get it. Like, they're pop culture phenomenons for over 15 years, you want to say. People pay more attention to what the, the daughters have going to the person who really making the money. That's the mom, Kris Jenner. She's the one making the money. If it ever was a case where I'd be like, I want a sugar mama, it will be Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner is my ideal sugar mama. <laughs> like, think about it. She's getting ready. With this news of Trisha Thompson and Khloe Kardashian coming over the weekend, Kris Jenner is getting ready for, like, the 36th season of Keeping Up the Kardashian. And they just one storyline. So she got Kris Jenner already in her bag for the new season of Keeping Up the Kardashian. She got Khloe, Tristan Thompson going through their thing. Kim is always the money maker. You got Kim. She's helping people get out of prison. And she's uh, married to Kanye West. You can go forever about Kanye West. Uh, Kylie has a baby now with Travis Scott. And 
also the reports of she's accusing Travis of cheating. Why she doing my boy Travis like that? I do not know. Travis been good with the Kardashian curse for a long time, and I don't know, man. I hope it. Hope he get it straight, man. Hope he get it straight. So that's one possible. The other two, uh, who is it? Courtney and Kendall. They just in the cut. They just the sisters you go to for advice or try to get advice from. But all in all, Chris Jenner, the ideal sugar mama, is setting everybody up for a new season of keep up the Car- keeping up with the Kardashian. Y'all just feeding into it. Homegirl Jordan Woods, she's getting hurt. You can't blame her. She already, you know what I'm saying, with this, she's in the spotlight now. She might as well take full advantage of it. Why not t- talk to Jada Piggy Smith? Out of everybody to talk to. Why not talk to Jada Pickett Smith? And I think they said Will Smith called in. I didn't pay attention to any, to any of it. Because my thing was, Chris Jenner, she back at it again. So yeah, it, got put, it put me in my thoughts. If Chris Jenner was my sugar mama, how would I play the game? <laughs> so this is how I play the game. I'm in Alabama. Chris Jenner is in Calabasas, California. If we possibly did link up, of course, her being my sugar mama, she'll fly me out to California. Not on no, you know what I'm saying, no, uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm out of here in two days, Cali on the way. I'm going to keep it low-key. Of course, I'm going to do the normal Atlanta airport snap, something like that. But after that, I might just duck off. I'm going to act like I know how to act, like I've been somewhere before. Get to Cali. She, I get somebody to pick me up. We drive to Calabasas. Before we get to Calabasas, I might stop, get some in and out get some tourist food, you know what I'm saying, Roscoe, something like that. Uh, of course, stop at a dispensary. So I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the hell I'm about to walk into. Let me have some moment. Just can't cringe on to be at the food. So I cop that. Go out to Calabasas. You know what I'm saying? We link up, talk, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, Chris, like, hey, look out to eat. Bet. Where you, like, Tyler, what you want to eat? I'm the tourist. I'm the tourist, Chris. You take me to your spot. I want to eat like a Kardashian tonight. We go to some fancy restaurant where it's dark. They got lights, but the lights dim, so it's dark in there. You can't really see. Like I said before, act like I've been somewhere. You know, just chop it up. Ask her how things going with the family. She asked me how my podcast going, how's work, how's the weather in the South. Just normal conversation. Act like I've been somewhere before. Now, this is the part where it's going to get tricky. We're going to eat dinner, and of course, when we leave out of dinner, paparazzi is going to be everywhere. Chris Jenner, TMZ, Chris Jenner, seen with the new guy, got locks in his head, tall black guy. Who is this? Tell Chris beforehand, Chris, like, you know we're going to have paparazzi out here. I feel like we don't need to be doing all that running to the car, because that's what celebrities mess up at when paparazzi get around. They want to hide their face. Like Future said, you duck. You duck too late. You can't duck. They already, they got flat. they got over 50, 20 to 50 likes out there. With the cameras, you know they're gonna see you. So why not just show your face? So I'm like, just walk out. We go at cordial, like we know, be business partners. Walk out. Oh, Chris, who is that? Who is that? Like Chris, like, oh, that's my friend Tyler. Tyler wants to speak. Me being me. Hey, what up? My name Tyler, man. She fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Anything y'all want to know? Yeah, what are you and Chris Jenner doing out to eat? Oh, we just chilling and talking. You know, we been we go back a couple years. You know, we just linked up. You know, having a normal conversation. Oh, y'all dating? Like, no, we ain't dating. I'm just out here having some food. See, I got a to-go box and everything. Oh, oh my God, are you be with keeping a Kardashian? Like, no. I'm just going to say my name, Tyler. Keep it going right. 
This how you finesse the game. By the time we get in the car, we get halfway back to where we going. Shade room, I already had my picture up. Chris Jenner seen with uh, a guy, whoever, you know what I'm saying? They go have the eye emojis. Somebody who know me from down here go to say, oh, that's Tyler. They go at me, at Allstar Marty on Instagram. My page blow up. I'm not going to even post a podcast for like another two, three weeks to let the anticipation grow and have a whole podcast. Not a whole podcast about how I met Chris Jenner, but just a quick little yeah with Chris Jenner. My podcast blows up. I still remain low-key like I always do. And that's how you just play the game. Meanwhile, nobody knows Chris Jenner is my sugar mama. <laughs> and she, bro, I, I'm telling you, bro. Just, just the way I think is just different, man. This whole weekend, I just seen people talk about Tristan Thompson wrong, Khloe Kardashian dumb, Jordan Woods just doing what she need to do to get by. Well, blah blah blah. Meanwhile, nobody paying attention. Like Chris Jenner, she's saying y'all up another season, and I had about fifty seasons of keeping up the Kardashians already. Now she for sure getting about two, three more. Come on, man, just focus on what Chris Jenner doing, man. You gotta. We say things about the Kardashians, and I'm a, I'm guilty of it too. I am. We know about the Kardashian curse. Uh, they passed and how they manipulate the culture or whatever you want to say. But, man, you got to get with the Chris Jenner, man. She getting her bags in, man. She getting Every now and then you'll see Chris Jenner pop up on some wild. But, I mean, nine times out of ten, bro, she getting paid, bro. She getting the bag, man. I got to I gotta respect it. I got to respect it. Man. <laughs> I got to respect Chris Jenner getting the bag, so... My message is the Chris Jenner, some way, somehow, this gets back to you. Holla at me. My name's Tyler. I'm in Alabama. I would love to have a conversation with you. And we can talk about everything else later on. So. <laughs> but nah, but for real, man, I had to say that. I ain't want to talk about the Chloe and Tristan and all that. Man, I want to focus on the big picture, man. Chris Jenner reing up for another season, bro. I had to show love to Chris Jenner, man. But man, coming up, bro. Uh, Two Chains album, bro. Salon drop her album. My boy B Wash dropped his album. Oh, his EP. I'ma say his project. Like I said, I'm paying more attention to underground, man. It could be local. It could be anywhere in Alabama, anywhere in Georgia, just anywhere up north, south, east, west, over here, over there, man. Just paying more attention to these uh, underground artists, giving them light, bro. So I got that coming up. And LeBron, man, I'm tired of my Lakers, man. I'm going to get on LeBron, too. He ain't on 2 Chain. 2 Chain don't need LeBron James help on the album, bro. Why is LeBron helping 2 Chain with his album? And the Lakers are sitting in 11th place. Out the, we out the playoffs right now. And we might not make the playoffs. So I'm just going my rant about LeBron a little bit later. But first, man, we got music coming up. So sit tight, relax, man, and enjoy. Salute. another week so you know i got another playlist for y'all this week 10 of my favorite two chains records titty boy two chains fresh off his new album so i decided why not 10 of my favorite two chains records man so check them out man salute
All right, man, new music, new music. It was a great weekend for new music. First off, man, my boy B-Wash. I see him digging deep into the underground. We've been telling this man for weeks, bro, we want some new music. Just drop the new music. <laughs> I guess he thought we were playing, but I guess he saw how we was ready for it, bro. Shout out to B-Wash. My boy dropped, dropped his new EP. Uh, good little six tracks, man. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too crazy. Good six tracks. I told him that player, I like that one. That player, man, I really, I really, really like that one, bro. So, be wise, bro. Keep it up, man. You got my stamp. So, anytime you feel like just dropping a freestyle or just a song, whatever, man, you know you got my support, bro. So, just keep it up, man. I really like that project. So, y'all check it out, man. My boy, be wise. Just check on uh, Apple Music. I think there was like, it's wise. Correct me if I'm wrong, B-Wash. Just reach out if I'm wrong. Uh, you spell wise, you got to put the dots in the middle. W dot A dot S dot. And uh, title, like I said, I stream title. Uh, just type in wash and you, sh you should see it. And if y'all don't see it, just hit me up and I'll just send y'all the link. So shout out to B-Wash, bro. Keep it up, man. Uh, my R&B people, y'all know. Gotta, gotta know, show love for my R&B people. Salons. Salons dropped her album. Uh, she kind of did it. People have been talking about it for a few months that she, they feel like Salons going to drop. Uh, I think like the past, I think that Wednesday and that Thursday, she was really like going hard with it. And Thursday, she announced it dropping that midnight on Friday. Uh, Salon, that last album, ooh, excuse me, I don't know what that was, excuse me. That last album she did was great. You can call that a classic, especially a classic R&B. You just put that on on, the, on any given morning and you, your whole day just, you can't help but to just float around the rest of the day, man. Solange. Y'all know who Solange is, by the way. Great artist. Most people know her as Beyonce's sister. But Solange has definitely created a lane for herself, bro. Like she... It was, especially when we were kids, you know, we always saw Solange as Beyonce's system when we were kids, but she, now she's definitely created her own lane. I'll say the last album was like heavy New Orleans kind of bass, if you want to say. She had the Master P interludes and everything, but this album, she went to a Texas roots. I saw a great comparison, man. They were like chopped and screwed mixed with jazz music. Damn, that's a hard-ass comparison. <laughs> if you tell me anything, it's like jazz music mixed with chopped and screwed, I'm in for it. But if you think really think about how that album sounds, it really does sound like a jazz mixed with chopped and screwed. Uh, a lot of people, it's a lot of people had complaints. It's 19 tracks, and y'all know I'm like a 16. 13 to 16 song type of guy with albums. It's 19 tracks, but it's only like 30, 35 minutes. Because some of the, it's like interludes. Some of the tracks like a minute 30. So a lot of people complain about that. A lot of people complain that it sounds like just one long record. But me, man, when it comes to this music, I'm not hard to please, bro. Like, if you give me R&B, She's not screaming. She's not yelling. Ain't no loud noises in the background. It's just some soothing music. Something you can listen to at night with some candles, some wine. Something you wake up to in the morning. You clean your room up. It's just something I just like to soothe, bro. Now, so far, it is some tracks I really, really like. But so far, 
it's only been a weekend, so you really can't judge, but it's hard to top that last album she did. But if Solange keep up this momentum, bro, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. I'm at a point now, it's like, that's what I'm saying. I'm digging deeper to the underground, bro. I'm like, bro, if, if, it, ain't, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? So what? She keep the same tone in all her songs. But, man, Solange just a vibe, bro. <laughs> it just, you can't ruin a vibe. Just, if that person want to stay at that vibe, just let them stay at that vibe, man. I like it. So if you haven't, if you want to check out Solange's new album, man, it's out now. And, of course, man, y'all know we had 2 chains, 2 chains new album, Rap or Go to the Lead, drop. Uh, just that title alone, Rap or Go to the Lead, very well known in the rap culture. Of course, Biggie said if either you got a either you selling crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. And of course, just being in the African American culture itself, fam, like either you rapping or you playing ball, like that just been the thing. It ain't been the thing growing up. I'll say you can either pick one or the other, but it's always like in the back of your mind, like, am I supposed to like play ball? Am I supposed to be a rapper? So that concept alone, Two Chains always been great with concept concepts. Even his uh, his mixtapes or his albums, man, you can't deny this man concepts. And you definitely can't deny this man marketing ability because that last album, Pretty Girls Trap, you know, he had the pink house everywhere, and of course before then he had the uh, dabbing Santa sweater. He made millions off that, so you can't deny Two Chains marketing ability. And uh. With this marketing ability, came LeBron, but I'm going to wait on LeBron because LeBron just, I got to I gotta talk to him for a minute. But, man, the 2 Chains album, okay, Rapper Go to the League, the first few tracks on that album sound like a 2 Chains I never heard before. Like, from beat selection to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the concept of his lyrics, but the details of his lyrics, uh, personal, how personal his lyrics was in those first few records, man. His intro may go down as one of the best intros of the year, like, hands down. Uh, that track he had where he was talking about different artists and players coming to Atlanta, he would help serve them and all that back in the day. That was hard. Uh, he he said on multiple interviews that he was hoping for a Jay-Z verse. And Jay-Z told him at the Rock Nation brunch, Grammy weekend, like probably the next album. And 2 Chain was like, he he didn't say it, but I feel like he did feel some type of way because Jay just jumped on Meek album. But then again, they were like, uh, who knows? Because, you know, 2 Chains did. He was with good music for a minute. And LeBron and R his album, they're like Jay Z probably didn't want to be a part of all that, but who knows? But even the track that on Two Chains album where he says uh, this beat hard, it need a J verse. I don't know how I feel about Jay Z on that certain beat. Like I like Jay Z, but it is certain beats I I don't like to hear him on that he done in the past, and I just didn't feel it. So I do. I'm kind of back and forth with that one. Of course, it would have been big for 2 Chainz to have that feature, but like I said, 2 Chainz made great albums like already, so the Jay-Z verse really wasn't needed in my opinion. And back to the features, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. 
my boy Rob, we were talking about it because he's saying two chains mediocre and all that. We still gotta holler at you about that, Rob. But uh, he was like, "Fam, two chains at Ariana Grande. That's an automatic skill." I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's all good. Kind of fire. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all, man. That two chains of Ariana Grande. I think two chains said beforehand. Kaylani had that record, and I could hear Kaylani on that record, but man, I ain't gonna lie. Ariana Grande smoked that. I ain't gonna lie. They smoked that record, bro. I ain't gonna even. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. This ain't no cool shit or nothing. I ain't gonna lie. I like that song, but um. For the entire album in general, man, it feels like the first half, like on the personal level, like on some real rap or go to the lead type of thing. But the second half really just kind of gave me like, you know, the features and all that. The Travis Scott feature, Two Chains of Travis Scott Can't Miss. I like that record. And oddly enough, bro, I like that uh, track with Chains, Kodak and Chains too, man. At first, when I listened to it at first, it was Chains, then Chance. And I was like, bro, I hope Kodak. Because I like Kodak when I first discovered Kodak with uh, Skirt, Skirt, No Flock, and that Kodak era. But after that era, I caught after that uh, big pop mixtape. I like that big pop mixtape Kodak got. But after that, I kind of fell off with Kodak. So I really don't know what to expect from him now. But I like Kodak verse on that also. He came on last. His verse, so he kind of, he kind of, you know what I'm saying, put the stamp on it for me at the end of that record. I really like that record. But probably my favorite record on the uh, album, I don't want to be that guy, but my favorite record might be the outro where he had that High Life, that uh, UGK High Life sample. That might be my favorite record on the album, the outro. Like, that might be the one I keep on playing. Like, it's a few records I like, but y'all know what I'm saying. Like, that's my favorite, the outro. When I heard that High Life sample, he automatically, you know, I know that's UGK off rip. You know, 2 Chains, he's great. 2 Chains, in my opinion, people don't give 2 Chains the props. You know, we when we talk about 2 Chains, we give him his props. But when we first talk about artists, like, sometimes people say 2 Chains, sometimes people don't. But, man, you got to give 2 Chains his props. And uh, like I said, man, I wasn't mad at the album. Uh, I feel like I wanted more just two chains record, being that the concept rapper go to the league, you know, just being the concept of his album. I really did want more just two chains records. Like the first half, it was a good bit of that, but you know, toward the end, he got to his features, which I wasn't mad at, by the way. So I like it. I see people like automatically that Friday came out, this two chains best album. I'm not gonna go that far because that uh that pretty girls like trap music, man. That shit was hard. And that first one we had, I'm different and all that he first first, you know, his first first uh album, that two chain album, I like that one too. So I'm not gonna stamp this as two chains best album. At at the moment, he it's not even my favorite two chains album at the moment. Like I like it, but it's not my favorite at the moment. But uh, I think it should live. It's something you could definitely go back to. But the tracks, man, that Ariana Grande track, man, don't be surprised if that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, but I like that record. Man. I ain't gonna even lie. I like that record. You can, you can tweet me whatever you want to, but I like that 2 Chains Ariana Grande record, bro. Sorry, but my favorite, man, that last Sam. 
It's called Sam. I think he was like, he he first met Diddy. I think that was the trap. He said he first met Diddy. And he told Diddy how many, uh, how much he paid in taxes. And Diddy was like, shit, man, I had to pay them motherfuckers a hundred something in taxes. hundred million something in taxes. So I was like, damn, Diddy. <laughs> I was like, damn. But uh, I like it overall. I like it. So this week, man. Oh, uh. The baby, also the baby. I haven't listened to it yet. I been I meant to listen to it. When I was at the gym, but the baby album dropped too. Also, so y'all go check those out, man. Two Change, the baby, Solange, and my boy B Wash EP dropped also. So check those out, man. New music this week, man. <laughs> I can't even be that, that upset for real, for real. I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I got that uh, ESPN alert, during the summer, breaking news, LeBron James signs with Lakers, four-year deal. I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Was it supposed to happen? Yeah, it was supposed to happen. People... Let's just get right to the let's just cut to the chase, man. LeBron, the Lakers, Magic Johnson. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. At this point, I don't know what's going on. We out of the playoffs at the moment. We like in the eleventh place. We like four games back of the eight seed to get in. Even if we do get in the eight seed, we might play Golden State the first round, get embarrassed. If we get seven seed, we might play the Nuggets. And that's even more embarrassing to get beat by the Nuggets. <laughs> so, but let's get down to it, man. Okay. It's a clear difference between Lakers fans and LeBron fans. Lakers fans and LeBron fans are not the same fan base. Period. I don't care if you see people at the Lakers game with LeBron jerseys on or whatever the case may be. They are not the same. In my age group, I'll say if you're a Lakers fan out of my age group, you probably inherited from Kobe and the Kobe and Shaq era. Being a Kobe fan, automatically, LeBron is not our favorite player. And we have our reasons for, like, we don't disrespect the man's ability. Like, none of this has anything to do with LeBron James' ability offensively. Because <laughs> his defense is being questioned now also. Offensively. So, coming to the Lakers, man, if you come, you got to get a championship. And people, when I say that, people are bringing, well, what about Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard, he got exposed by Kobe. Kobe called him soft. All the teammates, they saw what was going on, and Dwight Howard packed his bags up and left. If you come to L.A., and you that type, if you're a LeBron James type player in L.A., you got to win a championship. Now, it's only the first year, like I've been saying. But even last year, like, we knew we wasn't ready. We had we got young guys still developing. And when you bring LeBron in, you just got to adjust to his style of play. ISO, LeBron goes into ISO mode. He drives to the lane. He either goes to the bucket or he just throws out for one of those guys on the three-point line. That's been a LeBron formula since probably his Miami days. 
And my issue with this whole thing is, man, during the season, when we, when I first got the ESPN notification, my boy Jake Knight called me. And we are we like we Lakers fans, we Kobe fans, we like, oh man, here come the here come the real drama coming to LA now. Wherever LeBron goes, drama is not too far behind. Wherever LeBron goes, the coaching is being questioned and all that, but we gotta put some blame on LeBron here too, man. He coming to LA. Just off the top of my head, boom, he got the HBO show to shop. I saw on television a promo for he executive producing a show on CBS. Uh, he got to school, of course. That's you know what I'm saying salute to the school, but he probably not you know deeply you know what I'm saying involved with it during the season like that. Uh, he's shooting Space Jam. He about to start shooting Space Jam. Uh, what else, LeBron? He's uh, supposedly quote unquote Anr Two Chains album. And that's when I really draw the line when that when that news came out. And being that Two Chains is a Lakers fan and a Kobe fan. Now I don't know how involved LeBron was in the project. Normally A and R is like always by the artist, but like I said last segment, man, Two Chains does not lead LeBron help to make an album. But Two Chains always been marketing and everything. So LeBron rapper go to the league, have LeBron. LeBron has this more than an athlete campaign going on. It makes perfect sense, but at the same time, why do why have this break in the middle of the season? That's my why have this come out in the middle of the season. LeBron and LeBron here, he might have thought Lakers might have been fourth, third seed by now. This news is only hype, hype the uh, hype the hype up even more. But fam, we sitting in eleven plays. You dancing in the mirror, listening to two chains. Uh, I'm rare, I'm rare, dancing in the mirror. And it's just like in Cleveland, they might let you got away with that because Cleveland had to bow down to you. But fam, in L.A., we don't owe you nothing. <laughs> like we don't owe you nothing in L.A. And I'm pretty shocked at the L.A. media for not being harder on LeBron. Like. Because, like I said, Cleveland had to bow down to him, but L.A. doesn't. This man, he going to win it. Like I said, man, he going to win a championship with Buzz Bunny before he win one with the Lakers. And now all these conspiracy theories coming out, Lakers may be tanking to try to uh, get in position to grab Zion. And it's like, bro, nah. <laughs> like, before us losing, getting the top draft picks because we didn't have anybody. Fam, you LeBron. And now LeBron, uh, LeBron fans still trying to make excuses with his teammates. You knew who your teammate, you knew at least who going to be your core, you know what I'm saying, on the court teammates when you came to L.A. You knew Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, all these guys were going to be there. Then they went out and got Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo. It just the pieces just doesn't go together. They don't look confident on the floor. Uh, I'm positive some of the teammates are not fond of LeBron like this, especially since that news about Anthony Davis came about that they just wanted to trade everybody. And nine times out of ten, when LeBron James is on the team and a lot of trades start to happen, usually LeBron has some not so he has some say so in it. He they at least ask what he thinks because he is the top guy on the team nine nine times out of ten. 
So that news came about. So you know his teammates at this point in the season now, halfway through, they're not looking to, you know what I'm saying, go all out for LeBron when all this news coming about. You can see in the little clips that go that goes around because, you know, we down south, so we don't get to see Lakers game like that. If we do, it's late at night. But you can see the clips, man. They just looking at each other on defense. Our defense is trash, by the way. Defense is, like, probably the sorry defense in the league. They just looking around at each other. LeBron doesn't guard his man. They switch at the wrong time. Just their body language, man. I'm seeing clips now of the game because I'm recording this kind of late of last night with the Clippers. And LeBron is letting Patrick Beverly. Now, keep, Patrick Beverly is a pest on defense, but LeBron is just letting Patrick Beverly just nag him like – like LeBron, you got like Hogan used to say, you got pythons as arms, bro. <laughs> Your arms are pythons, fam. Just ISO out. You got little Patrick Beverly guarding you. Just tell everybody get out of the way. Let me just go into the post on this man and just use my strength to my uh to my best. That's my thing about LeBron, man. You got these big ass arms. Who cares if the raps don't call? If you know the raps not gonna call, still just go in, bro. With all you got, bro. Like, I just want to see that LeBron when he was with the Miami Heat, when they played Boston that time, I think it was a game six. I just want to see that LeBron, like, at least once a week. And I've been saying, fam, even when LeBron was on Cleveland, bro, I like LeBron, he clocked in too many minutes. Like, he has been out a good amount of games this year. But, man, he's been in the league so long, bro. You can't – You father time, father time is undefeated. You feel me? Father time is undefeated. You got to rest on LeBron. And we got, he got more years in L.A. So this is only the first year, but I do not like the way this first year start. He's already, you know what I'm saying, they already calling for Luke Walton to get fired. And I like Luke Walton as a coach, man. I just knew we had a young core. But when LeBron come in, it's like, come on, LeBron. You got you to gotta help the situation, not make it worse. You got five TV shows. You helping A&R album. You dancing in the mirror. And we in 11th place. Not ninth, not a half game back out of eighth. We in 11th place and not looking to make the playoffs. <laughs> and we, I'm I'm hoping we still get a big free agent during the summer. Because if LeBron just stays with these guys, man, LeBron in L.A. is going to be a bust. And as a Lakers fan, if LeBron was on any other team, I wouldn't care. But he's on the Lakers. Like y'all can say what y'all want, how Kobe did when he was at he was in LA, how he didn't pass the ball in LA. But but Kobe didn't have five TV shows and dancing in front of mirrors being out the playoffs. You can I can guarantee you that. I would love to see a scenario where they're like the Lakers, after practice, Lakers held a, a closed door practice. And a meeting, like on some, you know what I'm saying, stay after, stay late in the gym type of ordeal happen. Like reports, we don't have no reports of what happened behind closed doors. Lakers just stayed over after practice, just working together. Everybody, not one person was out. I'd love to see some camaraderie, like, like you know what I'm saying, some teamwork happen because on the floor, man, it doesn't look good. And I stayed and watched the. Uh, 
the Milwaukee game on Friday because that's a that was a big game for us. If we would have won that game, that would have probably tied, turned the tide a little bit. And uh, toward uh, the end of the fourth, man, we were looking. It I want to say we were looking good as a team. And like we were just we were doing enough. It wasn't no team work. It was just like Ingram get it, he scores. LeBron get it, he scores. It wasn't like no. You know what I'm saying? On offense and on defense, our defense trash, so it don't matter what we did on offense. Greek Freak was going to come back down and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, block a shot, dunk on somebody or something like that, so it didn't matter. I don't care how good we get on offense. If our defense is the worst defense in the league, how can we possibly grow? That's the thing. Like, we can get our defense to, you know what I'm saying, be active. I'll be straight with that. But we got too many pieces that don't go together, man. I never was a big fan of Lance Stevenson. Even if we were in fifth, like a fifth seed, just having Lance Stevenson on the team, man, during playoffs, man, I'm not comfortable with it. That's just me. I don't care what he does great or good certain games. He's going to make up for it with at least two games. He's just quiet. For the beginning of the season, JaVale McGee was like the second best player on the team. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense, man. I get it. His first year, that's why I'm not. I thought about it. When I first came in, I was thinking about doing this uh, segment about LeBron and the Lakers. I was just about to go in on LeBron like I normally do in past years. But I just been thinking about it, man, his first year. But the distractions are too much. I have, I got faith in Magic still. Pulling off LeBron. Coming to L.A. was a big, big deal for Magic. And I didn't expect LeBron to even come to L.A. I don't think he was trying to get Paul George, Kawhi. LeBron was a shocker to me, but after this first year, man, I'm questioning LeBron's motive for coming to L.A. Is he coming to L.A. for championships or is he coming to be Quincy Jones and, you know what I'm saying, executive producing these shows. People knew he was coming to L.A. for business more, uh, business also, but is he coming for business more than basketball reasons? I just hope we grab a free agent, man. I, every, really, after that AD situation, the Anthony Davis situation, I kind of saw it going downhill. Uh, Kevin Durant, Ben said LeBron is toxic to a team. Everybody want to call him a hater. Kyrie want, didn't want to play with him no more. And Kyrie called LeBron. That was just, you know what I'm saying, just to make sure everything good. But Kyrie knew what he was doing, leaving LeBron, man. And we don't even have no other star on the team besides LeBron. That's another thing. Like, all these guys are young, still developing. Or we got, like, vets. But superstar-wise, LeBron is the only one on the team. But I like the way Kuzma played, and I like the way Ingram played. If I can get Ingram and Kuzma and LeBron to, like, and throw Rondo in there just because Rondo didn't bring ball, you know what I'm saying, the the guys who call well, post, just certain guys on the team I do like. If we can get that core to mash up great and bring in some some uh, some great guys off the bench, consistent guys off the bench, I'll be straight. Luke Walton get a good little game plan together, how to run our offense and tighten up that defense. 
I just need the defense to tighten up right now. We got LeBron. We got score. We got people who can score on offense. I need that defense to tighten up. We can get that defense to tighten up in the upcoming years. And, of course, we may need another guy. Because I don't know if we can mold Caldwell, Pope, Kuzma, Ingram to that point in three years. So we may have to bring in a guy, uh, the, uh, one of the free agents that are going to be free agents this summer. But then I'll be happy. This year, playoffs not looking good. We do get in. I believe we may get out the first round. Now, what I be now if we can make a run to the playoffs. That'll be fine. Like we just go on like a good little streak, have some teams in front of us lose. I like that, but I don't want to come down to the last game of the of the year, like a Dallas Cowboys situation. Last game of the year, we win, we in, or we need help to get in. I don't want none of that. We got like what 18, 19 games left. I want to see like a good seven game win streak. Like soon. I didn't want to see a win streak period. You don't gotta be a win streak to get in the playoffs. I didn't want to see a good five, six, seven game win streak. And our defense just clamped down on everybody. Cause that the street we on now, man, I don't like it. If we could have beat the Clippers, if we could have beat the Bucks, I would have been like, okay, maybe the tide turn, but we just need some kind of some kind of end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Something to look forward to for the next year. But LeBron doing all these business uh, endeavors, his first year in L.A. Maybe it's just a first year in L.A. thing. Maybe he's just doing it just to, you know, set the foundation. But I just need LeBron to get – be a leader, damn it. That's 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 what I'm getting to, be a leader. Even, we, even if you don't make the playoffs, just be a leader. If you don't make the playoffs, this be the first time you don't make the playoffs in, what, 10, 9, 19 years, for real, for real? Maybe more than that. We're not asking for a first-year championship, but we need you to get one in four years. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I just need LeBron and them to get together. Magic decide he want to keep Luke Walton or not. That's yet to be seen. I like Luke Walton, but when it comes to LeBron, man, it's just certain things, man. But I, I really do hope Luke Walton at least – has a position, but then again, we get rid of Lou Walton. Who can I be our next coach? Tyron Lou? Hell no! Come on now, he's he was with the Lakers, but we see how we see how that played out. And if only LeBron is the only superstar on the team, I don't know how that's gonna work. So with my Lakers, I want to go hard on y'all, but I'm still a Lakers fan. I still want I still want us to be great, but. Come on, y'all. We saw this happening right when we got that notification that LeBron was coming to L.A. We knew how it was going to play out. And the Anthony Davis situation not making it any better. And now we're seeing it. I just want a good little win. Give me at least three to five game win streak. That's all I ask for for the end of the year. We make the playoffs. That's cool. But I just want to see some some teamwork. And I want to see a, a great D. Just give me a stretch where the defense is great. That's all I ask for, L.A. Come on, now. been episode 18 stash house podcast i appreciate y'all for tuning in man please man keep the family and your prayers man all the families that were affected by tornadoes in the area and surrounding areas keep those families in your prayers man 
uh, next week on the podcast, I'll be sure to have a list of a few places I see doing different drives so you can bring water, clothes, anything to help out. Pay attention to my Facebook. I hope to share, you know, a couple posts of people, different drives and different locations as well. So just keep those families in your prayers, man. And always, man, just be grateful. I catch y'all back here next week for another episode of Stash House Podcast. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.